What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. When Megan said she made $70,000 selling feet pics, she turned to me and said, should we do this? It's only <laughs> your feet. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And full disclosure, I did say that. In my feet. You're putting my feet because out you there. Have not, guys, I hate feet. I think feet are gross. Most feet. But John has really nice feet. I still think he puts Vaseline on them every night. <laughs> he claims he doesn't. Done, these are all natural. But they're so nice and smooth. These I don't know are, what you do. I've... Listen, it's I was a piece of art. Let's make that money. I wasn't born with many great features, but I think this is this is where the attention was paid. If you told me for certain we would make 50k even, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I couldn't stand the rejection. Imagine putting my feet out there and being like, <laughs> whoever wants it, come and get it. And then no one coming and getting it. Mm, I get that. That would well, be heartbreaking. We'll think about it. No, I think, listen, if this podcast gets <laughs> huge and we have a, a big platform, maybe I just think they have, Megan has a platform. People see her on TV. They go, yeah, oh, here and there, oh. here. She's not the main ninth today cast. Let's just be honest. Like if, if it was like Andre or Libby, yes. They Megan, are. Well, I want to know, me. they didn't come out right and say it this episode what platform they're using. They weren't saying like, oh, we set up an OnlyFans. Yeah. I think there's there's probably feet-specific platforms. I think so. I know that Megan does OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. Um, That's not the only thing she does, I don't think. I mean, Meg did money, right? Speaking of being a stay-at-home mom. If you want to be a good foot manager, which I think you could be a good foot manager, you need to get out there and check out the platforms, check out the market, see if there's a market for me. <laughs> Seriously, see if there's a market for me. If we can make 50K a year, nope, feet down, I would do it. Hands down, feet down, I would put my can feet Can I be out the there. photographer? Be the photographer, be whatever you want. Be the fluffer, be the photographer. You could, the fluffer. I don't know. What do you even do? Like, We'd have to look into, do you just put your feet out there? Like she was on all fours. I don't understand how that was feet photography. I mean, that's your ass too, I guess. I don't, I'm seeing, no, it's ankles, <laughs> ankles down is what people can get from me. But look into it. Be a, be a foot manager for me. Oh boy. Oh yeah, boy. I'll break you off a piece. Okay. Well, you better. I'll break you off a piece of that. <laughs> all right, guys, we are here to talk about 90 day fiance. I was just going to add, imagine when we do our taxes and you're, we do it through your parents. And your mom's going to be like, what is this income? <laughs> what did this income come from? Well, that podcast is really <laughs> successful, isn't it? No, exactly. Mom, exactly. All right. We are here to talk about 90 day fiance. Before we do a little housekeeping here, there's, there's nowhere to drive you yet to see my feet, but stay tuned. Very soon there may be. Until then, <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. There's no pictures of my feet, but there are memes. There's news. You guys chat with us over there. It's our little messenger that we use back and forth with our friends. So head over there at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram. I think it's a pretty good time. Yeah, it's a great time, guys. Come over, say hello, share your thoughts. Love that some of you do it. Chat with us, say hello. I already said that. Just come over. It's fun. And sometimes, sometimes John comes up with memes. 
Okay. All right. Well, I'm busy working I think on my I feet s- over I think here, I sold so. it. I think I sold it. All right. People are coming over. <laughs> also, another place we're having a ton of fun is the Patreon. More, even more fun. Having I a lot of say. fun. Having a, uh, spending a lot of time over there, oh, actually, yeah. because this was a big month for the Patreon. And as always, I like to disclose that because you get charged the day you sign up and then you pay a renewal every first of the month. Now that we're getting towards the end of the month, I, I like to just warn you guys that if you sign up now, it's it may feel like you're getting double charged because you'll get charged whenever you sign up and then on October on 1st. Friday. On October 1st. So just full disclosure there. But there's a ton of good stuff over there. We now have all three episodes of Love is Blind After the Altar up there. Mm-hmm. Audio for our Cousins Club members. Audio video for our Family Affair. And then speaking of the Family Affair, well, we just dropped... We just dropped our bonus of the month. Yes. And if you want to hear all of our thoughts, you've you got to get on that family affair level. But we covered the first episode of Real Girlfriends in Paris. Yes, it was pretty fun. It was a, fu- it was a fun. I don't know that this is like my new favorite show. No, it's but it was, not. It was fun to talk about for sure. Yes. We talked a lot about the show and then we talked a lot about all sorts of things. Yes. <laughs> as we tend to do. But, but come over, guys. That's the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. And I don't know if you heard me, but October 1st is on Friday. Yes. It's Monday today. Hello. Hello, Monday. So on Friday. So if you guys want to wait a few days to subscribe for a brand new month, wait and then come over. Yes, uh, because all- John said with the charging, we just want to be transparent for our friends. Yeah, all that good content's not going anywhere. If you sign yes. up on Friday, it'll still be there. So you do what you want to do. You do what's best for you. We thank you and thank you to all our patrons who are there now. Um, all right, what else? Make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as... Jenny ziplining and not breaking any bones. That was that was pretty hot. I would do it. I thought it, they're living their best thought, life. I just thought you're going to keep ziplining for a bit. You just went from one side to the other. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Really? There's certain ziplining courses where you, like, you do one run, you would unclip, clip back onto yeah, another line I would and do go that. again. I would do that, but just to get from one side to the other, meh. It's it's going over a river. It's kind of cool, I think. Meh. I would be afraid, right. as Jenny said, I would be afraid I'm going to get stuck in the middle. <laughs> nah, I don't think that's possible. Something called gravity, but all right. I guess. You don't have to do it. But smash like it's as hot as Jenny. <laughs> Whizzing down <laughs> that zip line. And last but not least, if you haven't left the review, please do. We love when you guys leave the reviews. A bunch of you guys have left the review. Keep them coming. If it's a five-star review, we read it on the podcast, this very podcast, this one right now. And I have one I'd like to read, Teresa. I have one I think you're going to love. Let's do it. I just took a sip of this delicious. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Sparkling energy mm. drink. Who are we kidding? It's Celsius. Sort of addicted to it right now. Yeah, we should not be. But no. Anyways, read the review. Read great the review. review. Great review. This one comes to us from our friend Nee Sozer. I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Nee Sozer. Nee Sozer. N i s o z e r. Nice Sozer. I would say Nee Sozer. Nee Sozer. Hello. From, from Turkey. Okay. Oh, hello. Shout out to Turkey. These guys are hilarious. It's titled. Love it. Five stars. All right. Love it. Love it. Buckle in for this one, Theresa. All right. A while ago, I started watching 90 Day Podcasts. It took me one or two different podcasts to find these two. Honestly, 
couldn't be luckier. These two are so funny. I love their dynamics. I love Teresa's accent. What? And to be honest, she's made me more comfortable with my own accent. I, oh my gosh. And. This, this is beautiful. You inspired her. Plus, the, the review is not over, Teresa. Oh, okay. I love their stories individually and together. I listen to them while working, and their podcast makes my day better and makes it go faster. As an international listener, you guys have my full support. I love you two guys a lot. Never stop podcasting, please. Oh, my God. Teresa, what an inspiration. I love it. And you know why I love it? You know that I'm not 100% confident when it comes to my accent. I still have my moments. When I question myself, and I think this podcast gave me a lot, even though it's just me and you here, I don't see you guys. I know you listen. When I start thinking about it, I get nervous. Don't do it. But it's just me and John. And John always says that when I relax, my English is great. But when I get nervous, I start messing up. You overthink it. I overthink. So I love that you said it. I love that I can provide some sort of, level of confidence for you because I'm still trying to find mine, mm -hmm. but it's there. It's possible. Just keep going. Accents are awesome. Shout out to all international <laughs> peeps. And it was a beautiful review. Thank beautiful you. Beautiful review. Yes, Therese, you, you inspire me as well. And that, that review is inspiring. That review. Oh, yeah. It was beautiful. Never stop podcasting. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's a, big a lot of pressure. All right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Nisa there. What a beautiful review. Beautiful review. Thank and you. And I am inspired to continue on this podcast into 90 Day By The Ways. I wish, I wish we were putting this on the video because... John's hand gestures, guys. I was like, to the he's moon. Like a, he's like a Superman over here. You That's know how it. he flies. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you ever watched that show? No, you know I'm not into that sort of thing. Yeah, I know. Um, all right, let's do 90 Day, by the way. Okay. <laughs> he does it again. <laughs> what? Are you, I'm, I'm, I'm very handsy. You I know, know that you I, are. I am too. I use my hands quite a bit. All right. 90 Day, by the way, number one. Let's do this. This is a wild one, so uh, just take it take it easy over there because this is a wild <laughs> one all right all right I'm just I'm, share i'm preparing you share. this is gonna get a little out of control all right share all right soldier boy better watch his back this is all i'm gonna say i'm gonna preface it with soldier boy better watch his back okay we know kimberly was married once yes to jamal's dad okay turns out that wasn't her only marriage all right she was married to a convicted murderer. Oh. <gasps> okay. It's pretty interesting so far. It gets even more interesting. Before Jamal's dead or after? It's a great question. How old do you think Jamal is? I think Jamal could be more or less my age. So I'm going to say more or less 30. So late I, 20s. I think this was after then. Here's the story. This is all from an In Touch article. Okay. All right. In, in Touch. In 1997, a man named Kevin Golfin and his brother were arrested and charged for two counts of first-degree murder, two counts of robbery with a dangerous weapon, one count of assault with a deadly weapon, one count of discharging a firearm into occupied property, and one count of possession of a stolen vehicle. Okay? First-degree murder. All that to say, apparently, allegedly, they killed two police officers. <gasps> okay? I'm telling you, the story is wild. So, they got arrested. Their story was on the news. Kim saw the story on the news and went to visit Kevin in prison. Get out. So, so wait. So she married him after he was convicted? So 
They started this little relationship. He gets sent to death row in 98. And when that happens, that's when the relationship really picks up. They start to communicate a whole lot. She's visiting him. They ultimately marry. They stayed married for two years while he was in prison. On death row? On death row. After two years, they annulled the marriage, but they still keep in touch. He got he got moved from death row just to life in prison now. Wait, 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 wait. You can just annul your marriage after two years. I thought there is a period of time or it has to be like fraudulent or something to I'm annul sh- it. I'm not sure the details here, but according to In Touch, it was annulled. Okay. After two, but they stayed in touch. They're still in touch to this day. Apparently, Kevin knows she's on TV and he hopes to get out one day and they're going to be friends and she'll be. He better not get out if he killed two people and he was on a death row. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's going to. And life in prison. Maybe it's because if it's California, they changed that. Maybe. Maybe that's why. It happens. I feel like there's still states that are active. Who don't have death row anymore. Yeah. I think. They're the death sentence. Yeah. I think California might be one of them. It's a wild story. Apparently, Kevin never gave her the yammy. They never consummated the marriage. I think you can, maybe you can. Oh, there's conjugal. There's conjugal. Yes, but maybe not when you're on death row. Ooh. I feel like that's a whole other animal. Perhaps. I don't know. Unless there will be like, you're going to die soon. You want to bang one more time? I know. I kind of think if anyone should get it, it's like, well, you're never getting out. So here, enjoy it one last time, but. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't bang. You know. It. Oh my gosh! I'm like story. shocked. It's a wild story. What makes it wilder is the fact that she married him after he was on death row. Not like, oh, I was married to this guy and he well, became an asshole. It, if you think about it, there's really no stakes then. It's like, I'm gonna marry. He's gonna die. He's gonna be killed. But so. why, would, why would you want to marry a person like that? I like think, she must have been so desperate. So no, I think what it actually was is she saw him. For some reason, maybe thought he was innocent or thought that's not the whole story. And so they married and she became power of attorney. And so maybe she had to marry to become power of attorney so then she could work his affairs and try to help him. I don't know if it was like a love marriage. What's the power of attorney? You give people power of attorney when you're incapable of handling things yourself. Like a lot of elderly people will do it. Like my parents got power of attorney for my grandma when things took a turn. So I just think when you're not capable of doing certain things yourself, you hand over that power to someone else and Kim got that power. And I think that's maybe why they married and it wasn't love, but she felt for this man and wanted to help this man. Well, I don't know. She felt for him. That if, oh, oh it's a God. wild story. It's a wild story. Wild story. Yeah. But since that was 97, there's no way, I'm not good at math. Maybe Jamal's let's, younger. Let's round up to 2000 so I can do the math. It's 2022. He, he's older than 25. Maybe, Maybe he's not. Maybe okay, he's not. Okay, okay. But let they were married. You, let me stop you right here because you're really bad at math. Yeah. I was born in 1990. I'm 32. So let's say he was born in 2000. It's 10 years. But so say 22. Say 98. They were married for two years. That's 2000 right there. So 22. So this has to be. It would have to be. Jamal would have to be 22. This has to be after Jamal. I'm giving Jamal 30 years old at least. I think he's he like late twenties. Very maturely. Very maturely. I don't know. Anyways, that's a wild story. That's by the way number one. Wow! Let How us, did you find this? Let us know if you guys know anything more about this story because this is wild. Um, I don't know. It's on the internet. I almost feel like she's on the wrong show. Isn't there a show Love, Love After, Lock after Lockup? Lock Something like that. Love During Lockup. Life During. Who knows? Too who many knows? shows. Um, by the way, number two, 
And this is sort of a TBC. So to be continued, okay. a, a more to come. Mm-hmm. Angela is finding more and more ways to cash in on her 90 day fame. All right. She just announced on Instagram she's launch- launching a limited edition clothing line. I'm afraid to ask. Um, yeah, I don't know too much yet. She's teaming up with Inance, Inance Skincare to do this, which I don't understand now. Why are you teaming skincare. up with a skincare company she to launch? Not. Well, she, speaking of the skincare company, they're using her in videos mm. to show like before and after. Apparently she's doing this anti-aging regimen. and so She should, because I was going to say she dropped the weight, Yeah, but... I- I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because of Michael's been like pissing her off for the past two years. She looks like she's 10 years older than she was before she lost her weight. I'm not kidding. Cigarettes, her, her, her children in prison, five grandkids or whatever it is. Yeah. Michael who's doing yeah. who knows what. Yeah. I think let's stress. Forget, let's to use my own mother. My mom is 59. I'm going to be 60. Her skin, she has like no wrinkles almost. Like, you know, my mom, mm-hmm. she looks very young if you look at her face Yeah. and she doesn't do any crazy things, but my mom doesn't drink. My mom doesn't smoke. She's, yeah, yeah she does a whole different thing. But looking at Angela, Angela's like 55, isn't she 56? Um, yeah. And she looks like notes. she's going on 70, but she didn't look like that a few years back. I think just, yeah, she's been dealing All with a lot. Her mom yeah. passed. Oh yeah, her probably mom passed. Like, took you a can, big toll. Not to say that Angela, you know, Angela is Angela, but there is a toll, a huge toll, a visible toll that yeah. everything took on her and she lost all the weight. Yeah. I almost feel like if you think of everything, she probably would have lost the weight regardless. All the stress. Yeah, all the stress. Probably. Um. So that's what's happening. I think judging by the hashtags that accompany this post, it might be maxi dresses. Now, I don't know maxi dresses. Does Angela wear maxi dresses? Yes, what whatever are, she was wearing, traveling. Dress. Okay. Whatever's long, whatever I don't wear is a maxi dress. Okay. I don't wear maxi dresses because I don't have boobs and I'm not that tall. I would look like... Got it. A tiny, I would look ridiculous. All right. I've tried. I don't love it. Not my vibe. All right. Well, then you won't be a customer of Angela's maxi dresses. I won't. All right. Well, too bad. I'm sure there actually will be some people who buy them. We'll have to wait and see how these things look. But that's just a little tease right there. A little to be continued for Angela's clothing line. All right. All right. Let's get into the reason we're here. Enough (laughs) is enough. Let's talk about it. Sunday night. 90 Day Fiance. Season 7. Episode 5. Happily Ever After. Question mark. Question mark. Jenny and Summit. Let's start with these two lovebirds. Uh, let's just call this one TMI the segment. <laughs> the headboard was hitting the wall. The bed was like choo choo. I hope nobody was in the next room. Like, I hope nobody was in the next room either. And whoever was in the next room was probably hoping or wishing they weren't in the next room because this was too much. I think as much as I don't want to talk about it. Good for her for being this act sexually active because he is 33. Mm, that's a good point. If she couldn't keep up with him, I don't think this relationship would work. Somehow, she does keep up. And YOLO, I feel like it's good. Like, it's, if you still have your sex drive. And guys, I don't know. I always looked at my grandparents. I'm like, I hope not. But But that's the thing. You didn't look at them and go, I hope not. You didn't look at them and go, I hope they're not enjoying each other. You looked at them and go and went, I don't want to picture it. Yeah. 
it's the same with Jenny. I, I hope she's going through every position in the Kama Sutra. I hope she's living her best life. I hope her and Sumit are enjoying each other's every inch of their body. I just don't need to hear about it. It's the same thing with Debbie, <laughs> Debbie and Tony on the Yeah, similar. I don't want to hear like, about that at all. I'm so happy for you. Go, go nuts, kids. Go mm-hmm. enjoy each other. I don't need to see it. That's the True. only thing. And I'm the same way. I don't think I'm being ageist. I'm the same way with anyone. I said it with Natalie when she started making out with Johnny. Yeah. I was like, I don't. Johnny. Was it oh, not? yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny. I, like, I don't need to see it. I don't need to hear it. I don't need Jenny. Going, the headboard was hitting the wall. Well, it's kind of like choo choo. It's kind of funny. Like, I, it, it cracked me up because I'm like, all right, you sexual bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Despite Samit wanting to be a good provider, a good husband, and go get a job, Jenny's like, all right, well, even though I don't like that. I'm not going to let his go-getter attitude get in the way of having some fun. Let's go have some fun. Yeah, and somebody's like, I want to dream big. I don't want to just eat, sleep, repeat. This- <laughs> okay, someone went to Home Goods. Well, I think I think he's probably realizing Jenny's 63, but I'm 33. Yeah. Like, God willing, I have another 50, 60 years yeah. left. And what am I going to do for those 50, 60 years? Especially Jenny doesn't have 50 or 60 years left. Most likely not. Okay. So I think he's probably looking towards the future going, I probably need to get a job. I probably need to be able to provide for myself and for my wife and then eventually just myself. Yeah. No, no, no. I I mean, it's smart. And also you don't want to retire in your mid thirties. Like forget, let's say you are a millionaire. I would die by boredom if I, I couldn't so. do things. So it makes sense he wants to do something. And also, I think she does work. I know. I think she has a part-time job or yeah. something at the hotel. Yeah. It sounds, yeah. But because, again, she's not 83. She's 63. Sure. She still can do things. Although oh, yeah, she completely. cashed out her 401k, which I think was silly before 65. I, I, don't you like get taxed out or something? I know I don't have to remind you, but my dad is in his 70s and still working. So I yeah. think you can work. I think we see multiple people working who are probably in their 80s. Yeah. When we go to certain stores. and That's true. I w- yeah. Walmart I mean, greeters. Shout out to the Walmart greeters. Always puts a smile on my face. But on one hand... There is sometimes part of me that I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel bad for this cashier. He's in his 80s and mm-hmm. working. But on the other hand, take money out of the occasion. If he's still capable of going out or she, yeah. it's better than sitting at home alone. Oh, then you do probably die yeah. of loneliness or die. Of, like imagine he lost his wife or she lost her husband. Yeah. And what, they're going to sit in their home yeah. all day? No, they go see some people, go talk to people. They're always the most cheery people. The cashiers? You go, you go, through, you go through the line at Publix and there's a 19-year-old. He's like, hi, okay, paper or plastic. Then you go see an 85-year-old gear to check. He's like, how's your day? I know. Oh, is this good? Is I should try this. I, I want to try this there sometime. There's this one gear to check at our Publix. Yeah. He's very chatty. I love well, him. Yeah, he's living his best life. He he's gets living, to talk and he's to really good. He's, yes. He just beeps everything, the right yes. speed. <laughs> also asks about the plastic or paper. Yeah, love it. Exactly. Anyways, we digress. Before Samit gets a job, he wants to live his best life. He wants to do some cliff jumping, some zip lining, some bungee jumping. <laughs> Jenny's like, well, I do want to make it to 64. So. <laughs> yeah, she just wants to lay by the beach. <laughs> yeah. But there's a happy medium. Here's the thing. 
okay, laying by the beach. Why are you wearing like a deep falls over shirts? Oh, I didn't, probably I they were notice. wearing these, um, what do you call this? Flannel? Yeah, like these kind of like heavier flannels. Huh. I just pointed to my flannel. So I don't think that's like a laying by the beach unless well, you they just were in the have hotel. a drink. They were in the hotel room. Hmm? They were in the hotel room. No, this is outside. When they went ziplining, they were wearing flannels. Okay, because they were going into into the zipline, to the forest, to the jungle. Like they weren't going to lay by the beach, so they weren't dressed for the beach. No, but um, if it's a beach weather, then you don't wear flannels to go ziplining. Oh, I think That's they were just wearing point. maybe something more protective because it was going to be an extreme sport. But <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Um, yeah, they go ziplining. Jenny is like, how old is the oldest lady who's done this? 89. Pretty so good. She's good. She's Pretty. good. How many people have you lost? <laughs> like, that's the right attitude, <laughs> Jenny. No one yet. No one yet. So Jenny is attempting to go first. And I was going to say it's good. You should go first because if you don't go first, you're not going to go at all. Yeah. She doesn't do it, though. No, she doesn't do it. <laughs> Just smile and scream. Just smile and scream. <laughs> okay, I love you. I hope I'll see you again. So dramatic. And then somebody's like, I'm scared for her. I was like, really, dude? You're scared for her? Okay. Does anyone else think Submit's just taking her on these extreme adventures so he can cash in on her life insurance? That's kind of what I'm... That's kind of what I'm... Like, where did this side of him come from? We've never seen him as the adventurous extreme athlete. And now all of a sudden he's like, we should bungee jump. We should skydive. Like TikTok, let's get let's cash in on this social security and life insurance already. She's not dying as soon as I thought she was gonna die. We gotta kick this thing up a notch. Yeah, he he wants to be adventurous. I almost feel like he what's the word? Like he like away he was awakened because before he was always like this little kind of like dry, just at home doing nothing. Now he's like, We're married now, let's do all these fun activities. Well, that's true. And you did jog my memory and remind me that he is a scam artist, which yeah. is sort of an extreme sport in a way like that. That takes some guts to scam people from another country. And so he must be. And I was just chatting with one of you about this. Um, he must have been he must have scammed a lot of women. But I think Jenny was the only one who was OK oh, yeah. with the way he actually looks and forget about the looks. For me, I would just could not be someone who was lying to me. Right. No, I think he's a fine looking guy. But yeah, when he's Mike Jones, yeah. he wasn't just Mike Jonesing Jenny. He was Mike Jonesing probably hundreds of women. Yeah. And no one bit the way wonder, she did. How are you pretending you're Mike Jones from England without the accent? Or maybe it was just chatting like on a computer? Let me remind you of a past of a past 90 day. Oh my gosh. Yolanda. <laughs> Yolanda. The heaviest the Nigerian accent. And she was like, the Williams. Beautiful, <laughs> beautiful English accent. And her daughter was like, Mom. Mom, wake up. That's not a British accent. Wake up, Mom. <laughs> anyway, Submit, Submit goes first. It turns out he sends it. It looked lovely. And then it's Jenny's turn. And she lets it rip. Good for her. She does it. She hits it. She makes it. She survives. Yes. And, and good. Like, that is probably something a lot of people wouldn't do, especially a lot of people of a certain age. She yeah. did it. Good for her. 
Yeah, I guess I would do it. I would just be... I would probably want more after that. I would want to keep like, going and from a tree to a tree. Okay, well, baby steps, but you would definitely do it. I don't think it's that scary. You know what scares me? Not the actual ride. It scares me that I might burn my hand or my hair no, might get gloves. stuck. The hair that, getting stuck. Could, that that scares me. Not the actual ride. I'm fine with the ride. For me, even if it broke, I can jump into the river. Like, I can swim. But for me, like, the idea of, like, my hair getting in it or something, like, that just gives me anxiety. Yeah, you can't overthink it. You just got to go. But they survive. And so now Summit's like, I'm ready for our next adventure. What do you think about some yoga tricks? And Jenny's like, what do you mean yoga tricks? And he's like, you know, Kama Sutra. Have you heard of Kama Sutra? And Jenny was like... Well, when you reach my age, you've probably, you've done it all. You've done it all. You know it all. Like, I don't need someone to tell me what to do and how to do sex. Oh, Jenny. But I feel like she should have taken the class. I think it would have been fun. I would take it. Would you take it? Mm, With you? Yeah. Oh, of course with me. (laughs) But you can kind of like do some fun yoga positions minus the sexy town that you can try when you are alone, sure, they, I would totally, especially in India, where this whole thing comes from, I would absolutely do it. I, I just loved how Samit was trying to sell it to Jenny. He's like, they teach you how to keep adventure in your sexual and married life. It's not just, it's not just about having coitus. It's about reaching the best <laughs> thing that can happen in your life. I just love when like random words, it happens with you all the time. Like, <laughs> I would never in a million years expect to hear Samit say coitus. And then he says it, and I'm like, that's my favorite thing. I said it today, too. I forgot why. Oh, <laughs> Well, because we were going Let's to the Kama on. Sutra. Let's move on. Um, but, yes, yeah, so it's like, well, we can actually learn Kama Sutra. Yeah, here. and he's like, you can find the best position ever, which she should go. Honestly, this is just yoga, Jenny. This is better mm, than skydiving. Here's here's the only thing that maybe Jenny's thinking. Because of VA, the Kama Sutra is wild, and she might not be able to perform. No. The camera sutra. Do you think if the cameras weren't there, oh, she might be like, all right, let's do it, submit. But she doesn't want to put that on blast for everyone back yeah, home. Yeah, but you're not naked. You don't. You don't. You don't have sex while at the yoga class. I think. I don't know. Never done it, but yeah, it, I'm I sure it gets. I'm sure it gets intimate. But she's like been there, done that. Yeah, she's like Samita. I know the camera sutra. What, what, what do you think? First. First zip lining and now unzipping my pants? Come on. <laughs> Submit. Um, so they, they skip that and they go to the Ganges River. Is this how you pronounce it in English? How do you pronounce it in not English? In, in Czech, we say Ganga. Definitely incorrect. It's either Ganges or Ganges, I think. Submit says River Ganges. Yeah. I've I always think heard so. Ganges River. Okay, so they're showing respect to the to the river Ganges. Yes, it's they're going there for a blessing for their marriage. I mean, talk about a great honeymoon. All joking, yeah. all joking aside, these guys fought to get married against all odds. They mm-hmm. did, and now they're this honeymoon is a honeymoon for the ages. I think anyone would be fortunate <laughs> enough to have this kind of honeymoon, honeymoon you for me? the ages. Well, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> for a honeymoon for all ages. Um, but think of that. Resort's beautiful. Yeah. The zip lining adventure. Now they're on the Ganges River doing this. Like, this is a dream honeymoon. And I agree. So, so they're doing their thing. I like it. And, okay, 
They go to buy this flower boat because you got to float it down the river, Mm -hmm. wash away the past, wash away the negativity. They light it up, send it down the river. And of course, it gets stuck like two feet down. But Jenny says it looks like their relationship. They always face obstacles. So Uh this seems to be pretty normal for them. And speaking of facing obstacles. Oh, she's Jenny's like, so how about we apply for a spousal visa and go to U.S.? Samet is shocked. But here's my thing. Why would you want to come to the U.S. when you cashed out on your 401k? You'd, I get it. You have your daughter and her wife, maybe some kids, grandkids. But why would you go to the U.S.? Living in California, one of the most expensive states well, she in the say, United States. She didn't say they were going to live in California. Well, she is from California. If you go so. back, you would want to live close to your family. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Yeah. How would you do it? That was my main question about this whole conversation was, are they going for good or are they going for a vacation? Because Jenny kind of said, oh, I'd love for you to see where I came from. I'd love for you to see me away from your family. And well, so that seems like a temporary move, not well, a lifetime move. A temporary move would be the travel visa. And I'm pretty sure India can get the tourist visa, right? Yeah. So why would you talk... Why would you talk about right. spousal visa? That's a long-term thing. Because once you go through it, you have to be in the U.S. to get your green card and everything. And it takes time. So that's definitely a more permanent solution. Yeah, I think she was leaning that way. But at at the very least, they should go for visit vacation. Yeah, I, I wouldn't submit want to see where his wife is from. Sure, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest for them... To stay in India, I think they can have a better life there with all this 90-day fan and fame and the money they get out of it and whatever they do in India. I think they can have a better life over there than here in the United States. You're just saying the cost of living? Yeah. Potentially. I mean, it seems like they're living their best life. Yeah. They definitely wouldn't be having two places in Palm Springs. No. So let's see. Samid obviously doesn't seem too keen on this idea, he can't imagine leaving his mm-hmm. family. So, plus in the U.S., Summit would need to work, and I don't know what he would do here if he's having a hard time finding something in India. Another hard time, but now he wants to cook, right? Yeah. What are you gonna do? It's not like oh, he's an engineer and he has a certain skill that he can do anywhere, right? He's not. Well, let's see. Let's see how he is. Yeah, I just. I'm just going to say this. I don't think they should come back because I think life wouldn't be as easy as they make it seem living in India. Okay. Let's see. I'm curious. I would love to see them stateside, even just for a month or two. For a vacation, yeah, yeah. but don't move here. Jeez. <laughs> Someone's really anti-Jenny and Submit coming over here. Well, it's because I know how expensive U.S. is, and if you already cashed out your 401k... What are you going to do? If there's a will, there's a way, Teresa. Don't worry about their finances. Worry about what's best for them as a couple. And I, I think maybe getting Samit away from his parents is best for them. Maybe, but I I mean, finances are big. Sure. Let's just be honest. Sure. Money is important. Okay. All right. Well, if they come to the States, I bet they would get another one or two seasons. So True. That, that, <laughs> I don't know how many more seasons we can have of them in India. So let's see. To be, con- to be continued. DBC. Let's move on. Let's talk about this next couple. Angela and Michael. Our neighbors. 
I must love this. Okay, why does Angela's living room look like a college dorm room? There's like Christmas lights, empty liquor bottles, random posters. I because think there was a lava lamp in the corner. Look at Angela. Just like a mess. She, just a mess. She is a mess. And Absolute I mess. absolutely can see her living in a mess. But just, <laughs> it's not even a mess. It was what the mess was comprised of. Like, why are there, why are there Christmas lights strung around like decorations? I'm telling you, it looked like a frat house. Yeah. I, and I can see Angela just being like, Ah, Christmas is coming next year. Let's leave it out. <laughs> Christmas will be here next year. Why take it down? Yeah. I can definitely see her being like, ah, I don't want to do this. Fuck, <laughs> fuck it. Let's leave it up. So there was something else in the living room, something new in the living room, a, a new friend, Renee. Yes. And let me ask you this. So we, they met at the airport. Don't just gloss over this. You're about to gloss over this. You're about about like, so they met in the airport, whatever. Like, no, this deserves some attention. All right, all right. So we meet Renee, the friend, right? They've been friends for about a year. And this is how they met. They met at the airport. And Angela smelled cigarettes on Renee. <laughs> and that's how they became friends. Apparently, they went somewhere to smoke. Angela paid someone off or whatever she no, said. No, no. So Angela smells the cigarettes on Renee. And it's like... <laughs> Those parliaments? Can I get one? Parliaments? And, I don't know. Marlboro? What's parliaments? This is the first cigarette I could think of. Jesus, you really never smoked. Are those Newports? What? Yeah. What did you smoke? I smoked Camel. Are those Camels? Lucky Strike. And when I felt fancy, Davidoff or Marlboro. All right, you calm down over there. Anyways, <laughs> she was like, are those smokes? Are those cigarettes? And I guess it was. So Renee gave her one. They go into the bathroom of the airport. I think Renee paid off the attendant. Oh. And then they were friends ever since. Jesus Christ. If I went to the bathroom and I saw them or smell something, I would so complain. Yeah, I don't really buy that story. To I don't be buy completely because they're, detect they're like smooth detectors. Like the last thing you could probably do in an airport is light up a cigarette and just sit there and smoke. No. A lot of airports have these smoking rooms. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah don't, I don't buy it. I, honestly, if I someone think, saw something smoking in an airport, yeah, oh my gosh, like, there would be security there yeah, immediately. Like, I don't, oh, I don't buy that. But let's say it. it happened. Let's say it happened. It's a good story. And so Renee is there. Renee is helping Angela pack to go to Nigeria. I don't know how Angela does it, but she seems to always pick up on a fancy friend. Mm. Jojo mm -hmm. was pretty fancy with her fancy purses and everything. Now we see Renee, like Louis Vuitton everywhere. I'm going to just assume it's real, yeah. right? And she looks put together too, Yeah. unlike Angela. <laughs> yeah. And so she always finds these rich, I'm going to say rich or well-off friends somehow. I wonder, yeah. Angela's, Angela's doing fine for herself now, but you're I'm right back saying, in the I'm early. I'm not saying she's not, but I'm saying... That was right. Jojo. Why, would, why would a fancy, well put together person want to associate themselves yeah. with Angela? Yes, that was kind of my thing. And like Jojo was also well put together if you thought of it. Now we see Renee, even the way she travels, like just two nice luggage and a comfy outfit. Well, to be fair, we are comparing or judging these people while they stand next to Angela. So anything <laughs> looks classy next to Angela, just to be fair, right? Yeah, I mean, the way Angela travels, someone needs to give her a hand. <laughs> but let's talk about it. So Renee came over because 
She told Angela, pack three outfits a day. Have you done it yet? Yes. No, she hasn't. No. It's all over the place. All these like kind of different kind of luggage with the picture of Paris or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Yes, I've luggage. seen that one at Marshall's. Yeah, so all kinds of things, right? And so this was one day. And then the next day is the time to go, right? So we see well, Renee back. Well, no, no. When did Michael text Angela? I think that was that first day. Oh, it was the first day. Okay. It was just it was just more of Michael extorting Angela saying, send me money and I'll take my Instagram. I don't know why he wants $5,000. He's very specific. I know. The he keeps asking is, for 5000 Why 5000 He's probably got a debt to pay. Right? Yeah. Something. But, um, but the, the big bomb drop here is... That Michael doesn't know Angela's coming. And I told you last you time told because me, it was in the previews. You watched the previews. I got confirmation here. Renee's going. Angela's going. Michael doesn't know they're going. No. And Renee's like, oh, wow. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it too, Renee. Yeah, I like it too. I, I like it for entertainment purposes. I think it's horrible, horrible way to be in a relationship. I mean, they're married. That's true. If you think about it in terms of a good relationship, if I lived in another country, how thrilled would I be if you surprised me? Right. I would be over the moon. Oh, my God. My wife's here. Michael's probably going to be like, shit. Oh, shit. Shit. (laughs) And that's that's the idea is Angela wants to give Michael no time to delete any incriminating evidence Uh or get rid of anything. Um, I have to say this. I saw the previews. Michael's not going to be happy from her visit. No. There was this one scene in the previews when she's taking apart his car. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going anywhere, Michael. (laughs) I'm like, holy shit. Classic, classic Angela. But then, yes, now we cut to the next day. It's go time. It's time to head to Nigeria. Yes. And this is where Renee showed up with this super sparkly Gene have the American flag. Yeah, not class. This is not a classy move. Not a classy move, but hey, it's for Angela. Still not a classic. I, I almost, I almost feel like, well, Renee could see what Angela does and wears. Don't encourage it. Don't enable that. I mean, Angela would be Angela, but it, it goes with her nails because her nails are all long and red mm-hmm. with the American flags. It looks maybe, like maybe I'll do that. Too. It looks like Renee stole it from Chuck's closet because Chuck always wears the American flag. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like when you go to a, any souvenir store. Any New York City Uh, souvenir gift shop in Times Square. Yes. My dad loves those stores. Last time he bought like 10 shirts for $10. He still have them. And that's fun to go to America (laughs) and buy America souvenir. But to wear your brand new America how and you go to another country, that's a little classless. If I I ever apply for a citizenship, that's what I'm going to wear for the ceremony. The glittery American hat. And that's perfect. That's the perfect time to wear I'll it. I'll do my nails. I'll do like a shirt. I love America. You'll probably get denied because <laughs> like she's trying. She's trying too hard. <laughs> um, but okay. So the, the hat is not the only thing we see. Angela whips out the book, The Marriage Act in Nigeria. Yes. And apparently whatever Michael owns... She owns, and I guess that's mm-hmm. why she's gonna start taking apart his car. It's her car. <laughs> right. Renee's like, you better bring that book. Yes. And so they get to the airport and then Uber, and then we see Angela. She has like two, three luggage, several handbags hanging off her body, traveling in flip flops and a maxi dress. Which guys don't travel in flip flops on the plane. 
I'll tell you that. Okay. I think let's let's put shoes on. All right. Those people are going to take those shoes off, though, once they get on the plane. I read this article that was like someone chatted with some flight attendants and they were saying, like, don't travel in shorts and flip-flops because... Many people take those shoes off. You're uh, touching the ground and your legs sweat. Yeah, I don't travel in shorts. Yeah, they're saying don't do it. A lot of people do it. Like you see it. People arriving to Florida are fucking yeah. beach ready. <laughs> you see at the airport, you know, that you seen, don't live in Florida because you are beach ready. I've seen people land and get beach ready. Beach ready. <laughs> I've seen people land and put on their flip flops and change yeah. into shorts. But um, yeah. Well, Angela is wherever ready with all her 59 different types of bags. Here's the thing. She needs all these these different bags now because she can no longer shove everything in her bra. She's, That's so true. She needs somewhere else to store it now. She's, she's not used to a life where she can't put everything in her bra. So she's like, I guess I need all these bags now. I was like, what airline is she flying? Because the It airline- was United, I think. Really? That's what we saw in takeoff. Last time I flew United, they said one carry-on, one personal item. Well, you could pay for I it. I always have two personal items. I have a backpack and like a small purse. But that, sometimes they're like, oh, ma'am, you have too many personal items. And I have to take my purse <laughs> and shove it in my backpack and everyone's happy. It's my taxpayer right to have this many bags. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you tell me that Angela gets kicked out of a plane? Oh, yeah. Imagine if this is that. Oh, my God. Well, I don't think that was it. But whatever Maybe on airline, the way home. Maybe on the way home. Whatever airline that was, I'm pretty sure they will ban her. Like, they mm. take it very seriously, all these, like, oh, yeah. offensive interactions on the plane. As they should. But for now, she's off. She's off. Off to Nigeria. She's going to see if Michael's scamming. And if he is, she's going to take all of her things back and get a one-way ticket to Canada to see Billy. Are you flying first class? I think they, they looked. Are. They looked like they were flying first class. Yeah. I'm telling you, Angela's doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah, I think Grenade is too. All right. I think it is time for us to take a break. All right. Let's take a break. And then let's go back to Nigeria. All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, Kim and Usman. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are you? I'm good. How's it going? I can't complain. All right. We were on the way to Nigeria, so let's get there. But we're a different couple. Different let's couple. Let's get there with Kim and Usman, a.k.a. Soja Boy. All right. We pick up where we left off. Kim threatening to leave the hotel. Usman wants Kim to go back to the room, but Kim's like, I'm an adult. Give me my space. Yes. And then eventually she ends up back in the room, right? Yeah. And she's like, I didn't come here to be this unhappy. And I almost felt like this was it for Usama because he's like, you know what? If this is what's going to happen, like you throw milk and water at me. It's like, (laughs) I don't want this. Like, I don't want to have a relationship like this. This is toxic. Let's just not get married. Let's break up and move on. I felt like Usama, and this is hard for me to say. He was being like the reasonable, mature one. Yes. Right? He seemed like the adult in the relationship, and Kim was acting childish. Of course, throwing things and storming off yeah. is childish. But for Usman to put the con aside, to put the scam aside and go, I got the latest Apple Watch, I got the new MacBook, I got mm. the, I don't need, I don't need anything until next season. We can end this. I was like, wow, he's he's being the adult in the relationship. Yeah. And then Kim is like, 
I made a pursuers about you. I did my hair. I did my nails. <laughs> I got new clothes. I got new clothes. And for what? More t-shirts with your face on. <laughs> Honestly, like, don't say that because to do your hair and your nails and to buy new clothes, you do it for yourself, girlfriend. If you say you do it mm-hmm. for him, are you saying that other, otherwise you would not? I mean, I think there are people who don't do their nails and hair and that's fine. But I feel like when you do something like this, like I do all this shit, but I do it for myself. I think you do it for others. I'm not going to say you do it for me, but I think you do it for the royal we, the others, society has conditioned us to be like, we need to get our hair cut. We need to clip our nails. So like, we're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it to be accepted. Well, also like I, I just... I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel good. So that's why I do my nails. That's why I get my pedicures. Think, that's why I do my hair. But you've been conditioned to think that's what makes you feel good. Because otherwise it would, be, it would just be gross. Yeah. Oh, you need to like shower and stuff. Well, yeah. But I'm saying. Like clipping your, your hair, nails like and stuff. You your have ha- to do it. If anything, just take care of it. Like, you know, I'm not saying you, know, if you have to go to a nail salon or a, just take care of yourself on your own if you have to. That's fine, but you do it for yourself. But I'm I'm talking about I'm looking at your nails. They're painted, right? You They're well done. You painting your nails. That's not an evolutionary thing that you did because oh, it makes you feel better. Society has made that a reason. It makes me feel better. I hate naked nails. I know, but because you've been conditioned to think that. Uh, no, I just like it. But okay. I, I I guess society, right, but so I just, I hate when I don't have my nails done. I really hate it. I know. I'm just saying, I think we all do things even subconsciously for other people. We don't even, we might not even know the people, but we've, we're doing it because we've been conditioned by other people to do these things. I mean, yes, I see your point. That's true. But don't, don't say you do it for someone else. Like you do this for yourself. Like you should do it for yourself. I do think a lot of people do things specifically for other people. Oh, he likes, he likes when I wear this outfit. He likes when I cut my hair like this. And so they're specifically doing it for other people, which is not a good thing. No, you should. I feel like if you do anything like this, you should do it for yourself. If you both like it, all the better, more power to you. But yeah, I don't think you should do something just because it makes someone else happy. If it doesn't make you happy as well. True. I always wanted to try long nails, but I can't because I have contact lenses and I work on the computer. But I just do whatever I do. And honestly, I know you don't care really, but it makes me feel good about myself. So that's why I do it. Yeah, no, that's most important. Okay, next morning, some sort of like stock music version of Dave Matthews is playing. (laughs) I hate Dave Matthews. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) You know, guys, I love live music. the light in my no. ass. Right. Dave Matthews is the one t- artist that I just cannot wrap my mind around. And I love so many different types of music. I just cannot get the grip on Dave Matthews. Colin, where are my Dave Matthews fans at? I'm t- it's because I grew up in Connecticut, I'm sure. If I had grown up in the Czech Republic, I would not be a big DMB fan. But no, he's a, you a would great, love good He's a great songwriter, great performer. He's fine. He like all right. All right. Listen, if we went, I know you're. I know you're just joking. You stop it. (laughs) If we went to a bar and he was playing that, and I paid ten dollars, that's how we started. That's how we started. I would be like, all 
right, you take it easy over there. I can I can listen to it in the background, but I, his music sounds the same to me. Here's the, change my mind. It would be like he's got such a huge catalog. Trying to get into Dave Matthews now would be like trying to get into 90 Day. It'd be like trying to get into Love After Lockup. There's just so much. You're overwhelmed. You think, I can't discern one season from the next. It's all floating together. That's Dave Matthews for you. I grew up with him. I was there from the first album, Under the Table and Dreaming, until now. Well, I don't really listen to his new stuff. But you see, as you grow up with it, I think it, it also marks different parts of your life. I remember this concert. I remember that album. I remember this song. I just cannot get into it. And I recently started liking Dead and Company. You see they're on their final tour now? Yeah, ah! we should go. I don't know. Because of your mayor, but I don't know we, should, we should go. You like Bobby Ware? I do like Bobby, but that's an old music that I just recently got into. See, I don't I know how, I'm but I like more it. It's different because every song sounds different to me. I'm way more. Oh my gosh. Cause you've heard three songs. Oh, I actually listened to them on my own. What are you okay. talking about? Let's move on. All right. Let's move on from, uh, from this. So Kim woke up listening to knock off Dave Matthews and realized I shouldn't have thrown that milkshake. I'm too old for that. I should go apologize. And so she does, she finds Usmani sitting outside and she apologizes for the way that she acted. And you can see like the the waiter brings her a tea <laughs> and Usman's like washing the boiling water. She's like, I dare you to throw you that in my face. You know that it's hot. You know that's hot, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Kim's like, I'm sorry. Last time, last night was the first time you saw me act like that. Except for the last time I, I threw a drink on you. Except for that one time I threw a drink on you. This was the first time I threw a drink on you. And it's like, oh, oh, Kim, this, you've already, you're repeating. You have a pattern already and you've only known this guy for like also, a year. Also, what we learned that she doesn't have the best taste in men. That's very true. But. Well, we're not going to get into that because Kevin might get out of jail one day and. Oh, that's true. I don't think he will, but yeah. I don't think he listens to this podcast. Although he has a lot of time on his hand. Maybe he listens to all the 90 days. Shout out to Kevin if he's listening. We love you, Kev. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we do Let's not. Move on. No, we do not. But yeah, I mean, she's like, yeah, I wish I was 30 years younger. I could give you kids. Well, Kim, you're not, but you're acting like you're 15. Yeah. That I don't think that's what he wants. And we know that's what, no, he doesn't. No one wants that. I just think that he or she needs to wrap her mind around this. And she keeps saying, well, you promised me that, oh, the first wife is everything. The second wife is just a, a child factor. It's like him. <laughs> Dude, if anything, Google. Like, of course, the second wife cannot just be providing kids. Just think about that woman. If you are a woman and you're for women empowerment and women rights, would you really want a second wife to be a baby factory and that's it to the guy? No. Absolutely fucking no. That sounds horrible. This whole thing, it's not even a real relationship. And that's yeah. that's the bottom line is she's infatuated with this pseudo celebrity. Yeah. And she wants a piece of that. This is the same woman who wrote in to a convicted killer and she just <laughs> wants a piece of this for whatever reason. She wants the limelight. I don't think she's looking for love because if she was looking for love, she would take it more seriously. She's not going to be flying to another country with a guy who wants multiple wives. I think she confuses love with infatuation. Perhaps. You might be right. Because she's infatuated with Usman. He's the celebrity and she loves him. But loving someone, there is more to it, right? 
But as she says, I promise I'll behave in public. All I want from you is the yammy because it's been two days. Uh, and that's where I go, it's not even a real relationship. She's like, can I just get the yammy? And her response is like, is that what you want? Bend down. Like, yeah. grab, grab your ankles. Bend down. Yeah. Like, that's not, this is not a real relationship. This is, no. this is a show. This is a show. But the birthday party is coming, and that's going to be a test for Kim to see how she acts, to see if Usman can bring her to meet the family. What birthday party? Is it his birthday party? I wrote down birthday party as oh, a test. Oh, you're going to be ladies. Ladies. All right. <laughs> Let's move on to a Let's move on to Joey A sadder segment. It doesn't yes. get it doesn't get realer than this segment. True, because it's been a week since Russia invaded Ukraine and Yara's just devastated. And I'm not from Ukraine, I'm from the Czech Republic. And as she said, Czech is fine and safe and sound. That was that is very true. Czech is safe and sound. We're, we don't border Ukraine, so her mom is good. But it was still affecting me as a fellow European and it's too close for comfort. For me, for yeah. her, it hit right home, right? Yes. I can't even imagine the emotions she's going through and her friends and the rest of her family are still in Ukraine. They cannot leave Kiev. They cannot leave Lviv. They're stuck in there, not knowing what's going to happen. And it what's, what's the most saddest part about is it's been one week and the other's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it happened. When is it going to end? Mm. Now we are, based, it's almost October and it's no near an end. Yeah. And it's so sad to see her going through these emotions and Jovi's trying to be there for her. But it, I, I get it. It How can you be there for her? Like all she wants is for her family and for her country to be safe. There is nothing Jovi can do. Well, that was going to be my question to you because we see him. He's trying to support her. Yeah. He's, he's bringing her Aperol spritzes, which is their go-to that's drink. A, that's a good support at the moment. But yeah, I was going to ask you, how did you feel about Jovi's actions, his demeanor, the way he was handling the situation. What was your take on that? I thought it was good because he was there for her, trying to be emotionally there for her, saying, let's go, let's do something to take your mind off mm -hmm. of it. I get it, but I also understand her being glued to her phone, trying to talk to her family and friends, trying to figure it out if they're okay. Like, yeah. It's a, such a, as you said, it cannot get more real than this. And it's such a tough situation that even like being filmed during this. Oh, yeah. And I they didn't plan on it. Like they were already filming sure. when this happened. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure if Jovi was going to get shit because he was kind of being a little cold maybe and not over. Was he? he wasn't being overly emotional about it. And and I'm sitting there going, I think that's good. I think that's good that he's he's trying to he's trying to calm her down. By not being overly emotional. True, and it's absolutely true. But I'll this. Let's 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 say something happened to the Czech Republic, right? I would yeah. get very emotional, very attached. You would too, but not to my extent because you don't feel that way about my Czech Republic. You feel that way about my family, close family, right. but. You wouldn't be living the emotions that I would be living because you cannot connect to it the way I can. And the same for Jovi. Yes, Yara's family and friends are there, but he cannot feel the connection, the attachment, the emotions that she feels because he doesn't feel that way about the country. So you cannot get overly emotional. I think that's yeah for I this for this 
he is the rational one. He is the one trying to get her mind off of things. And I think that's what she needs. I completely agree. I think you said it beautifully. And that brings us to this next day when they're at the restaurant, because that's Joby's argument is that don't go without me. I, for a a myriad of reasons, don't go without me. First and foremost is probably I'm your husband and I want to be there with my wife and my daughter in case anything happens. But also I can think a little more rational about you're going to, you'll run into harm's way because that's your family. That's your friends. But I could sit there and go, you know what? We got to worry about ourselves first. We have our own little family. We we need to to protect them before anyone. Well, she's going to the Czech Republic or she wants to go and that's perfectly fine. Yeah. I would probably, if you were couldn't go with me immediately, but I could, I would go without you, but I would want you to come, right? Mm-hmm. But knowing I'm going to a safe country. If she was trying to go to Ukraine, absolutely not, right? But going to the Czech Republic, it's fine. It's safe. Yeah, it's funny because I sit here and I was about to say, like, I don't know if I would want you to go without me. But, I but went without you. You went without me in July Yeah. while this was all happening. And you came later and it was fine. And again, I would not go if it was dangerous. I would try to get my parents out of it. I would right. not go, right? You wouldn't go. But Czech Republic was and is safe. Knock it. Yeah. We just knocked it. And so it's okay if she wanted to go there just with Myla. And then he can come later. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like he should, and I get it. Maybe he wants to be there, help her out, but she's okay to go to be with her mom. Let's just put it out there. And so what we learned is they went to see a lawyer and the lawyer said, Biden is going to grant refugee status. The lawyer's not sure what the process is going to be like, but as a green card holder, Yara should be able to apply immediately to get her, her, or or she should be able to apply to get her immediate family yeah. members over but that takes time so they would have to go for the refugee visa which i know he granted some i don't yeah. know exactly the details but the green card for your immediate family can take up to five years because that's a secondary thing to you no always, not in this circumstance well not in this circumstance but yeah i think the refugee status and then to get them a- here immediately and then go for the green card I don't think you just apply for a green card immediately. Her family? Yeah. No, no, no. They would get here on a refugee yeah, visa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Well, here, I understand what Jovi's saying because if they got here, they don't speak the language. Yeah. They would not be able to make any money. Jovi is the you, only one. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's your family. You would figure it out. If it's, if it's Ukraine, that's getting bombed yeah. by Russia or America where you don't speak the language, yeah. but everything's fine. You come to America. Yes. If it's, if it's Ukraine getting bombed by Russia or Czech where you speak the language, then maybe you, you do. What are you talking about? You don't speak the language. Yara's mom might speak Czech, I'm saying. Oh, okay. If she could go to another country because she could speak the language, maybe, she, work. Yeah. maybe she'd rather. Yeah. Because I don't think anyone would want to if they had the choice, I don't think anyone would want to come to a country where they can't do anything. No. And then, as I said many times on this podcast, my mom is a school principal. Yeah. They took certain amount of women refugees and their children. The kids go to my mom's school and the women, whatever their status was in Ukraine, some of them are lawyers, some of them are whatever. 
they're being the cleaning ladies, mm -hmm. they're helping in the kitchen, they're teaching some of the classes. They do anything to be able to get some money, sure. right? So, but they don't speak the language. My mom is sad that it's because my mom speaks a little Russian, they can kind of communicate. Right. But the majority of Czech people, let's say below the age of 50, don't speak Russian. You cannot communicate. Or Ukrainian. Or Ukrainian. Here and there, some words are similar, but you cannot have a conversation. You cannot work. Right. So, but yes, it Again, might be. They're not going, they're not going there to seek a better life because they don't no. love their country. They're going there because no. they're in danger. True. But I'm going to say it's probably still easier to do it in the Czech Republic or Poland when you can figure out a few words and right. there are people who do speak the language than going all the way to the U.S. I think that's a good point. But at the end of the day, they need to go where they're safe. So if, yes. if, they're, if they're safer in America, then they should come here and Jovi should welcome them with open arms. Oh, he absolutely should. And he's like worried about money. I was just going to add this. I get it. You're worried about money because you would be the only one working. Although Yara, no, Yara said too. if I can afford all these fancy bags, yeah. I can afford to buy freedom. For yes. My and they, they could figure it out. Like there is, there are ways maybe yes. life would be a little tight for a while, but you can figure it that, out. And that's the craziest and saddest thing about the whole situation is I forget this must be February or yes. beginning of March. And say Joe, like, yeah, bring him over. We'll take care of him. Maybe he's thinking it, it'll be a month or two. Yeah. And now look how long it's been. So yeah, you don't even know how long yeah. if you brought your family over, how long would they stay with you? Yeah. I mean, it's Ukraine sad. is destroyed. Yeah, I don't even sad. know if, if the war ends, it's going to take time to repair everything. Yeah. All right. That's sad. Well, That's sad. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm kind of bummed out. All right, let's lift up your spirits. Let's go to Libby and Andre. Well, let's lift up my spirits. Let's, let's advertise this dancing academy and how talented Jens Kiss are. I, you can advertise it if you want. I didn't write down the name because <laughs> I was either. so disappointed. I thought we were going to see Libby taking dance classes. I was like, well, perfect. We saw her oh. taking vocal classes. Every pop star needs to be able to sing and dance. You need that triple threat. So I thought we were going to cut to... Libby doing tap or jazz or something. No. But no. She was just there with Becky and Jen for yeah. Jen's daughter's Jen's dance daughter, class. she seems to be talented, but the after two minutes, the teacher is like, let's go to the side. And I know. <laughs> let's let the adults talk. Yeah. So they're talking, they're chatting in the dance studio. And Libby's telling them about Andre meeting Pam mm -hmm. and how that went. And Jen is like, so you're not coming to mom's birthday party or what? Yeah. Becky and Jen just did a 180. Yeah. Out of nowhere. I thought we had this unified front. I thought we were all going to stand up and say, Charlie needs help or we're yeah. not or we're not going to be a part of this family. But all of a sudden, Jen and Becky are like, well, there's going to be mimosas. So I think we'll probably go. Yeah. And it got nasty because... Libby's like, yeah, I'm not going. And especially because Andre needs his second green card. Yeah. And if there was anything on his record, 
that could affect the renewal, which it's it's true. Sure. Right? Because you have to fill out the paperwork. So how about you just don't get in a fight, Andre? I know. That's my <laughs> thing. Like a, Andre you, you, is so stubborn. I could not deal with him. But take some personal responsibility, yeah. Andre. And let me say, well, we could show up and all, you know, fists. They just have a mind of their own. They could just yeah. start being thrown. It's like, no. If also, Andre yeah, I'm went, sorry. he could just behave. Yes. And he also, like, the way he raises his voice on everything, yeah. I would not be able to deal with it. I would yell at him and that would be the end of our friendship. I would like to see that. I, he pisses me off the way he talks. He cannot, he cannot calmly talk about an issue. He has to raise his voice. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yes. That's true. Yeah, he has no, there's no medium level. No, no. There is either like calm, Andre, or through, yes, yeah. through the roof. And Becky's like, wait, like, why do we have to go to a second interview and... Libby says, you know, sometimes when you have to renew your green card, they will request a second interview, which is true. Yeah. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. And Becky's like, oh, good. Hopefully they will ship him back to Moldova. I know. Which was not nice. No, it's not even funny. Like, I yeah. I don't think they were being serious. They were like, oh, red flag, ship him back. It's like, come on. Like that's that actually is a possibility. So why yeah. are we why are we joking about? And Libby's this? like, you don't want to ever see me again because I would go with him. Right. And they're like, well, we don't feel like we're seeing you now, anyways. Uh, I, I need to know what happened. What did what did Pam do? What did Pam say to get them on her side? Because it was a complete one eighty. And now it's like you don't even care about Charlie's health and well-being because I thought the whole thing was like, no, we need to get him help. We're not going to do anything if until he gets help. Yeah, she was probably like, guys, I went to breakfast with Andre and I asked if he's having breakfast and he said, no, just coffee. <laughs> but he, he was. He's probably on drugs because he was eating an acai bowl. Andre is the bad guy now. <laughs> Team Charlie. Andre is the ass. <laughs> um, yeah, no, because now they're like, well, you know, we're not going to let Charlie ruin our fun. It's like you said it wasn't going to be fun if Charlie was there. So how is he ruining your fun? The whole, yeah. The whole thing is crazy. And then, then we just see them home and Libby's wearing a tiger pajamas or a wild cat. I don't, I'm really bad at wild cats. So it wasn't a tiger <laughs> or was it like I, a, I didn't pay was attention. it a leopard? I didn't pay it attention. It was one of the, one of the, cat, one of the wild cats. Okay. Telling Andre about the sisters. I'm like, ah, this drama, Jen right? And Becky are planning to go and Andre's like, I don't care. I'm playing Barbie right now. Like, <laughs> I'm Ken. I this mean, is Barbie. He seems to be a good dad. Whenever yeah. he oh. does raising his voice, he seems to be a good dad. He seems to be a great dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, go to this YouTube page. He's all in. He's <laughs> all in putting on the costumes, playing, singing. Now, I don't know if he's doing it because he is a good dad and wants to be a good dad or if he wants to try to make money. Well, I think both, thing. but... But he's very present yeah. in Ellie's life. He's playing along. He, do, he doesn't take himself too seriously. He's rolling around playing Barbie. Like, yeah, I think he is a good dad. Yeah, I think so too. It's just, I I don't mind Andrew as a person. I hate his attitude and the way he just goes from zero to a hundred. <laughs> I would literally f- flip and I'm a very calm person. Uh, I would like to see that. You want to see me flip? Want, only against Andre. I would oh. like to see, okay, I would, like I would to probably see. start cursing in Czech. The battle he of would the curse in, He would curse him in Romanian. It would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. All right. The bro is back. <laughs> bro. We didn't know if he was going to show his face this season, but bro, he sure did. Okay. okay. Before we dive in, 
I'm starting to think that he does not have a drinking problem. Because if you did, if you really did, would you put yourself on TV and would your wife do this to you if you really had a drinking problem? I would say yes. I, I don't know that you have complete control over your choices when you have a problem. So that I will say, sure, I think he still would. I think he drinks and he said it himself. He's like, yeah, I drink. I, we all drink. I think he maybe drink drinks more than most people. But does he really have a drinking problem? Because if someone, let's say we're on 90 day, right? And your sister, sorry, Rachel, had a drinking <laughs> problem, an actual drinking problem. Maybe, and let's say I love Joan's sister. This is just a hypothetical. I hated her, right? I would not put her through this to be on TV if she actually had a drinking problem. Fair enough. I feel like that would destroy her. Fair enough. The only reason I kind of think he doesn't is because we see him and he's like glowing. He looks better than yeah. he has in past seasons. So maybe he did have a problem and he cleaned up his act yeah. and they're like, well, let's use that as a storyline. Like now that you're good, let's go back to that and use it as a storyline. That's a good point. Maybe he did realize that, fuck, I do drink too much and maybe he did clean I up drink his drink too act. much. It's a Dave Matthews song. Oh too much. <laughs> maybe he did realized that, all right, I should pump the brakes, but he probably didn't tell the rest of the fam because they're still going hard on his drinking problem. (laughs) But I'm curious to see this birthday party because if he gets drunk again, then I'll be like, all right, dude, you probably do have a problem, but he has big plans. He has big plans to show everyone that he's not the issue. It's Andre. Can I just ask why was... Charlie wearing a shirt that had like the pattern of a 1990s patio sofa. It did, right? I, I was, was like, thinking that too. I was like, I'm pretty sure like my grandma had that I sofa. I was thinking that too. It was horrendous. Um, but then we see the the foot. The foot. Yes. Photography, photo shoot. And Megan is like, oh, I made 70K last year. 70, I mean, this is great. This, and this, if I was 90 day, I would edit this out. I'd be like, there's no way we are promoting your business. You're making 70K. All right, I'm not. Because now think about all the people who saw this and went, I check them out. I take a look. And now they just made ex- an exponential amount of money because of this scene. Yeah, but they didn't. Well, maybe it's good because I don't like Charlie. I don't like Megan. But they've been trashing them so hard that True. they might as well make some money off of this. I'm serious. Like now he's being portrayed as the out of control alcoholic, and he was during that barbecue, the fight. He was an the out wedding, of, the wedding, and the too. wedding. Yeah, he was an out of control drunk. Yeah. But they keep portraying him this way so hard, and that's why I'm saying he better have a problem and fix it because of this whole trash talk. Because if he's clean, and now this whole thing is gonna be on his resume, that's not that's, good. That's kind of why I think. The alcoholism was a real part of his life and, and he overcame been, it yeah. because we saw he was going ham at that wedding. Yes, he we was. We saw other instances of him just like yeah. sweating, bloated, going nuts. And then we saw him at the brewery that time they sit down to talk yeah. with, and he brought water. And yeah. that's when I was like, I keep going back to that point because I'm like, he's bringing his own water. He, there's something going on. He wants to be able to have a drink and know he's got water. Like, 
So I think maybe he did clean up his act, and now they're just going back and retelling that story. But he says he still drinks. He's like, yeah, I have a drink here and there. Let's see if he's going to drink. non-alcoholic beers. True. Let, let's pay attention to it, because if he did have a problem and he cleaned up his act, then he, if he started drinking again, that's not good. If he never had a problem, he's just one of those people who drink a little too much and a little too often and cannot control themselves, but they don't have a problem. They like they don't need to drink. They mm-hmm. can go without it. All right, then he's just an asshole. But whatever it is, they've been trashing him big time on this show. And again, I don't like Charlie. He's done some crazy shit, right? But it's it, I, I feel like regardless of him having an issue or not having an issue, he's going to have an issue finding <laughs> a job if he doesn't work for Chuck anymore. Yeah. Well, he, yeah, he feels that he's getting pushed out of the family. Yeah. I mean, he says ever since Andre arrived, the family has changed. Yeah. I, this thought hit me seeing Charlie on this episode. Andre is basically Charlie 2.0. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Charlie's a poor man's Andre. And so the family's probably like, well, we don't need two of them. Let's just take the better <laughs> version. Let's just take Andre because they're the same person. Let's take they, the most more sober one. They look similar. They act similar. Like they're the same yeah. person. So they they just chose Andre and kicked Charlie to the curb. Well, for now, because I feel like the twist is going to be everyone's going to go back to Charlie and they're going to shit on Andre. Yeah. Ch- Char- again, Charlie's big, big thing is... The family needs to wake up. I'm going to show them that I'm not the problem. And I feel like for him, the best way to do this is to just stay sober and show them that he doesn't drink. And if he stays sober around people mm, without conflicts, hypothetically, they'll be like, wait a minute. Hmm. Oh, he's not the problem. <laughs> Andre back to Andre. is the problem. Yeah. So yeah. there will still be some drama. That's right, bro. Yeah, I feel like I I got a little confused in here saying, oh, if he does have a problem, it's bad. If he doesn't have a problem, it's bad. It's bad regardless. But he seems like someone who either had a problem and Mm -hmm. cleaned it up or doesn't have a problem. No, he definitely definitely had a problem. Or has a problem, but planning it it well. Hmm? Like he's playing it well Uh, that he doesn't. Yeah, I think if I had to put my money on a scenario, he had a problem. Yeah. He was going through that problem during the Moldovan wedding, mm-hmm. cleaned it up, and now they're just retelling that story. And the That's Chuck barbecue, guess. that was the last thing. I don't that know. He saw I think he may have been cleaned up by then, but maybe that was a little acting. I don't know. Again, I don't why know. was like, eh? But okay, let's not. say that's the scenario. There was a bouncer there. <laughs> that's the scenario, right? Yeah. Then it's so shitty of this whole family to keep saying he has a problem if he did something or if he tried to clean himself up. To like drag this on TV. I know. I know. But that's that's the type of people the podcasts are. Oh, I know. I mean, listen, I'm here for it. <laughs> but I, I always like to think that some of these stories are real. Like this one, right? Like he either has a problem or he had a problem. It's still very aggressive to drag this on TV because... What the TV does is only going to make it oh, bigger. Oh, yeah. Fuel right? to the fire. Fuel to the fire. And then he goes online and he's probably going <sighs> to read some comments. There's going to be people True. who might say. It's, this is definitely not healthy. Yes. For thank anyone. You. They might say, oh, no, he's fine. 
And some people might say, yes, I was an alcoholic. He seemed like he cleaned himself up. And others might be like, oh, no, he's the issue. He's an alcoholic. Just this is yeah. all like mentally going to oh, affect yeah. him and on top of whatever he's going through. That's, that's true. Well, all right. let's see. Let's see. That's it. That's the episode. Another good episode in the books. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed the show. We hope you enjoyed the pod. Hope you're enjoying everything out yeah. there. All right. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time over there. Make sure you're checking out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Again, we got Love is Blind after the author up there. We got episode one of Real Girlfriends in yes. Paris up there. If you want to wait till October one, we hear you. We'll see you then. We got the reviews coming in. And if you haven't left one, Please do. Shout out to Nice Sozer for, what maybe, a review. for one of the nicest reviews we've ever yes. received. Keep on with that accent. We love accents. We so love accents. I'm glad my wife could inspire you. She inspires me every day. Oh, thank yeah. you. And make sure you're following the podcast. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as this beautiful review. <laughs> that was hot. All right. That is it. I think I've said it all. Have you? I've said it all. So, all right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.